0: I'm Taylor, and welcome to the TD Nutrition Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the TD Nutrition Podcast. This is part two of my Dangers of Birth Control episode. Um, In the last episode, I talked a lot about hormonal birth control, what it affects, the dangers of it, all of that. And today, we are going to discuss the iud Paragard, which is the hormone free iud so a lot of times it is appealing for that reason because it is hormone free but it does come with a cost of its own and harms of its own so i'm excited to share that i have a guest on today i don't normally have guests on my podcast but i wanted to interview this beautiful soul and i knew she had the copper IUD, and I thought it would be very neat for us to discuss our experience. So I'm super excited to announce that I have Claudia Galani on my podcast today. I am joined with Claudia Galani, founder of the Healing the Source. Hi, Claudia. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> so do you want to give us some info about you, how you ended up in the health and wellness space? Sure. Um,
1: I'll, I'll keep it like the short the short story, I it, think. It's quite it's quite the tale. Um, But first of all, I'm very excited to be here. Thank you for having me on. I don't do many podcasts, but I, I absolutely adore you. So I'm very excited to be here. Well, I'm so glad um, you are here. Yes, 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 yes. So, okay. So just a little, little background on me. I have been chronically ill basically my entire life. As an infant, I got my Regularly scheduled immuni- immunizations. I can't even say that word. Um, and I, can I say the other word? I don't know because we can. got sense. I okay,
0: gosh. you should be fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> got backed up and had some, unfortunately, pretty bad adverse reactions towards um, especially the the um pertussis vaccine, um, uh, which is like for the whooping cough and. I ever since had had one symptom after another slowly creep on um, and, uh, and affect me in, in, in so many ways. So I first started to have like chronic fatigue at a very young age. No matter what I did, my, my parents were always like, oh, she sleeps so much. Why, why does she get out of bed? <laughs> yeah. And I started to think I'm so lazy, even though in my head, I'm like, I – like I'm a go-getter. I'm a Virgo. You and I are both Virgos. Yes, like we Virgo. like, yeah, we like, like we have a go-getter hustle mindset, perfectionist. Like we want to get <laughs> things done. <Yeah. laughs> and when I have a mindset like that, but my body's not allowing me to do that. It's so frustrating to say the least. Um, and I'm like, am I lazy? Am I, um, uh, like then i be became depressed about that. And then I actually had like low grade depression from um, just from, I think an overload of heavy metals in my system from um, I mean, I am very grateful to have grown up in a household where my mom was very uh, focused on all organic, no processed foods in the house. So I can't even imagine if I didn't have that growing up, how I would have been. Um, my low grade depression would have been so much worse. I'm sure. Um, but you know, there were other things like I was still eating gluten. I was eating, um, dairy. Um, even though my mom's like, you know, you have, you have really bad acne. Maybe you should (laughs) stop eating that. I'm like, well, (laughs) then I went to college and college, like things really got worse because I was no longer eating the foods. My mom was feeding me. I'm like, screw her. I'm going to go eat, Um, you know, the dorm food. I'm eating uh, muffins, cookies. I love Cheetos. Now I'm like, oh, I can't even stomach. Oh, this is yeah. nasty. <laughs> it's funny how your taste buds really change when you start changing the way you eat and For eating sure. real food. My gosh. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so chronic fatigue got worse my acne was not just on my face, but on my chest, my shoulders, my back, even my legs. I mean, people thought I had a disease and I would make excuses of like, oh yeah, you know, I, something happened. Oh, I have an infection or whatever. And then like, I eventually those excuses. You can't keep those up because you still have the acne (laughs) and it's not going away. Yeah. So I would wear like long sleeve shirts and pants in the Boiling summer. Um, so it was just just so unfortunate. So yeah, (laughs) gosh, I could keep going, but the anxiety, the fatigue, the the acne, the uh depression. I mean, I never had a diagnosed label of like you have this. Yeah. Um, granted, I was kinda (laughs) against doctors all of my life. Just something in me. I was like, I don't trust him. I don't wanna, I don't wanna go even though I'm suffering so much, I never wanted to go uh, and hear what they had to say. I didn't want to get a prescription. I didn't want to take Accutane because I knew how horrible it was. I knew it had a black box label. I knew these things, but I did get really desperate at certain times. And I did um, take Accutane because I was like, well, nothing nothing works. I've tried quote unquote everything, which when people say that I'm like, no, you haven't tried everything, (laughs) but I know I I've been there. I've been there. Um, and Accutane didn't even work for me. So like, imagine what a bummer that was when all your friends are on this, um, this drug that says you're, if you get pregnant, your baby will will be deformed. Um, and they do it and their, their faces clear up. And I'm like, hello. I yeah. took this, messed up my gut, you know, which took a long time to heal. My lips were so chapped. Um, I mean, even to this day, it's finally getting better, but that took like years for me to heal. Um, eyesight got worse, aches and pains. That in itself creates more depressive episodes and totally. God, deep breath. Um, yeah. <laughs> So anyway, 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 I said I was going to keep this short, and it's not short.
0: I no, was getting it. tired, <laughs> tired of this. It's hard to summarize all of that. Yes, yes.
1: So, you know, the pandemic, the quote unquote pandemic, happened. Quarantine occurred. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, you know what. This is a good excuse for me because I'm not doing anything. I'm not in school. I had graduated already. I was starting to work, but you know, there was no work. I was like, this is my time to focus on me and figure out what's going on. Um, and I will keep this part short, but I found herbs. I found, you know, healing in real medicine from mother nature, our sun, food, fruits and vegetables. Um, I mean, I was juicing, I was eating literally fruits all day, every day. I've never met a person who loves fruit more than me. I think you are the one, (laughs) but I love Love it. it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, movement, you know, I wasn't moving my body enough. There's so many things that I, I found, but herbs really was, um, the, the cherry on top for me and which is, which is why I founded Healing the Source, which, you know, I have these um, herbal blends in the forms of uh, infusions. They're teas, but really they are medicinal infusions and capsules, 100% herbs, all organic and well-crafted because that's very important to me. Teas come in these little microplastic bags full of pesticides. And so I became very passionate about that. But anyway, that I worked on my lymphatic system, cleared my acne, cleared my chronic fatigue. I'm feeling like a million bucks and became passionate about helping other people do the same.
0: Amazing. I love it. And yes, her teas are amazing. I have tried them and she really does put (laughs) so much care and she does it all herself. So you should totally try them if you get a chance.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: But yeah, I, I mean, I get what it's like to have a crazy health story. And like when you were explaining how having this like go-getter personality um, and your body, not letting you, like you just don't have it in you physically to do the things that you mentally want to do. I mean, when I was sick of my Lyme disease, that is how I felt. It was like, I can't perform like I want. And like you do become depressed because you're not Mm -hmm. able to do things that are bringing you joy and happiness.
1: Or literally just living life on a, the most basic level Yeah, yeah. for it to be difficult to get out of bed and go brush your teeth. Like, my gosh, ooh, yeah. that's not living. That's not <laughs> no. living at that point.
0: No. Yeah. So of course, you know, you would get into a horrible mental state. So I, I get that. But again, now you got to make something so amazing out of it, which I love when, you know, people have take their personal journey and do something so cool with it. So. Yes, go us. <laughs> go us, yes. So a very another similar thing that Claudia and I have in common is we both had the copper IUD, the Paragard. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and the um so Paragard is a non-hormonal IUD. So there's different types of IUDs. Um, a lot of them do release a hormone. This one does not. It is um a copper coil wrapped around the device, which mm-hmm. as you had on your podcast that Um, he pointed out, which it hadn't occurred to me either, is that the device is plastic um, Mm -hmm. and that it is then wrapped in copper. So not only do you have the copper metal, but then you have the plastic.
1: It's wild. Yeah. I had Dr. Ryan Monahan on my podcast. He's wonderful. Um, When he said that it's really, most of it is a plastic material with the copper wrapped around, around it. I, I was, <laughs> I posted the clip on my Instagram, but my face was like, what? Uh, yeah. yeah non-hormonal. My
0: ass it is
1: <laughs> absolutely an endocrine disruptor. Yeah. yeah.
0: Cause plastic does. And then even heavy metals have been shown to disrupt yes. your hormones too. Um, and that's not something I knew when I had it in, I don't know about you or when no, I, had it <laughs> I, I was
1: so proud Well, should I just say why I got it in the first place? Yeah. Yeah. Let's
0: talk about why you got it and and what made you decide to get it and how long you had it, all of that.
1: Sure. So yeah, when I was in college, okay. So (laughs) uh, I'm remembering why I got it in the first place. Okay. So (laughs) um, a lot of my friends were on hormonal birth control for their acne, right? Everyone wants to clear their acne. It's like, it, it's such a mind-boggling thing for people to go on birth control, not for sexual reasons. Right. It's like, Oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's for my heavy period. It's for my, the pain I'm experiencing my imbalanced hormones. It's balancing my hormones now. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. um, it's just <laughs> suppressing your symptoms. So you don't know it's there. It's still there. Exactly. Um, and I remember going on the pill for maybe a month because I was so desperate again with my acne. Um, but immediately coming off of it, because I'm like, I I know in my heart, I, I don't like this. Uh, this is not for me. And I didn't feel good on it. So I stopped. Um, but then I discovered, oh my gosh, there's this non-hormonal <laughs> form of birth control. Say less. I'm going to get it. And my gynecologist, he did he did warn me that, you know, your periods could be longer and heavier. And at the time, my periods were already long and very painful oh. and heavy, and I was like, "Well, how much worse can it get? I'm already <laughs> suffering." <Yes. laughs> Stick it in me. <laughs> and I got it because not because of acne, um, but because I like for the first time in college was seeing somebody, and I was okay, like, yeah. "This is the first time I want to explore this." Yeah. And I want to be careful. Right, I, you want to protect yourself. Yes, exactly. And it has a very effective rate um, against pregnancy. So I was like, okay, this seems like the my best option. Um, which I, you know, I didn't know any better. A lot of women don't know any better. So I got the copper IUD in. It was the worst pain of my life for the first like week. I was like curled up in a ball. And I'm like. This is fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I just have to get through this. This is what women go through. Women get through this pain and and they make it through and it's going to be fine. Yeah. Uh totally ignoring my body's messages of like, "Hey, this is horrible. Get this out of me." Yeah. Um and sure enough, my periods were longer and more painful and more heavy to the point where if I was driving like and a cramp would come come over me I would have to pull over to the side because I I couldn't control myself like I had to like curl up and breathe through it yeah. cry a little <laughs> and then let it pass and go okay yeah. I'm good now keep going uh it's just so sad looking back what what I did and and what so many women do they go yeah. through all these symptoms and they're like well at least it's not causing these other symptoms that I used to have <laughs> yeah
0: exactly the trade-off this is the answer yeah
1: yeah <laughs> So, um, um, so I, you know, was boasting about it to friends, get off the pill, the pill is so bad. This is non-hormonal and it works. It's, it's what we all want and need in life. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> so, um, I had that in for six years. Okay. Um, yeah, a, a whopping yeah, six yeah. years. How long did you have yours in? I had mine in
0: for eight years,
1: eight years. Oh, you beat me. (laughs) You know, I was going to have mine in longer because, uh, it expelled itself. Um, so I didn't choose to get it out. It, it chose on its own or my body chose rather than my brain. Um, I went to see Dr. Ryan Monahan, who I mentioned, Mm -hmm. um, a bit ago on my podcast I he was the first person I saw in my own healing journey to, um, start, you know, look looking into more natural methods in healing. Everything I had, I had cysts on my ovaries as well, so there were the I things know. that I I wanted to to do to figure out how I can do it without taking medications or having and surgery. Question.
0: Yeah, did you have cysts before the IUD or did that come after the IUD?
1: Um, I think it was. Well, I didn't get checked before, so okay. I don't know,
0: no, don't know, Okay, but
1: it certainly does cause cysts on the ovaries. Yes. So there yeah. you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I saw him and I was pr- like, he was asking me general questions about my life, my lifestyle. And he finally gets to birth control. He's like, what are you doing for birth control? And I proudly tell him, <laughs> I I'm on Perigard, the natural <laughs> form, you know, the non-hormonal copper yeah. IUD, and he looks at me and goes, "Okay, well, you need to get that out." <laughs> Excuse you? Yeah. I did you not hear what I just said? It's non-horm- non-hormonal. he's like, Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. No. It 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 does mess up your hormones. Um. It is an endocrine disrupt disruptor. The endocrine system is this delicate balance of hormones that control many functions in our body the copper iud it disrupts hormones because of the inflammatory response it causes which can indirectly impact hormone regulation so when the body is constantly dealing with inflammation it can It can stress the adrenal glands. It can, um, you know, lead to hormonal imbalances, like like too much cortisol, which in turn causes more acne. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and over time, these imbalances can cascade to other hormones and potentially contribute to um, a variety of other symptoms. But um,
0: yeah, we're the inflammation is just in the uterus, but just there, just.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just stuck right there. So it kills off the sperm and no baby and you're good yeah. to go. Yeah. It sounds like a dream, but no, also no one wants inflammation in their body anywhere. I, I would hope.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, exactly.
1: But he tells me this and you know, I go home and I'm like, ah, Ooh, what he said makes sense. But what are my other options? And he told me The other option was something called natural cycles, which is using a scientifically backed way of tracking your cycle. It's different than the calendar method or, you know, some people use apps on their phone to track. Okay, I have my period on this day and it's going to tell me I ovulate on this day and when I'm going to get my period again. And that's not totally accurate when it comes to tracking your cycle. It's so important. Women understand this because I know so many people who are like, Oh, you know, I know someone, I have a friend, I have a cousin who tracked their cycle and ended up having an unwanted pregnancy. And I'm like, well, what did they actually do? You know, did they exactly. use a basal thermometer? Did they, did they figure out like when they're actually ovulating? Cause people, women, well, ovulate at different times. Some people ovulate earlier in their cycle, some later. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, so he, t- he told me about that. It scared the living crap out of me because it was <laughs> very alien to me. I-, I wasn't educated on this. I didn't, you know, I wasn't taught this in sex ed i wasn't taught yeah. this by my gyne- gynecologist so so this guy telling me about <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> natural cycles yeah. taking your temperature <laughs> yeah i don't think so it's a no for me yeah. so i i ignored his advice or yeah I, I totally ignored his advice and then um about a year or two later i i was so I I did use diva cups, you know, those little oh. menstrual cups for mm-hmm. your period, which I now don't, do not like because I think it causes too much suction in your uterus, um, especially if you don't pull it out correctly. Yeah. <sighs> um, <laughs> so, but I was using one at the time, and I do believe that it suctioned my IUD out. Um, oh, interesting. okay. I was also doing an intensive heavy metal cleanse at the time. Okay. So I'm not sure if it, my body was like, we're rejecting this or if the suction of the diva cup <laughs> suctioned it out. <laughs> so yeah. it could have been, could have been anything. Uh, but when that thing came out of my body, I freaked out at first. My first, um, reaction was like, okay, I need to go get a new one in. And then yeah. I sat down I thought about Dr. Ryan Monahan, <laughs> what he has said to me. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I need to rethink this for a second. Um, and I thought about it, I thought about it, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna try to go without it. I'm gonna educate myself. It was a blessing in disguise. I'm so happy it happened. Um, and I learned how to use natural cycles and i've never had a scare of course i was nervous in the beginning cuz this right. was brand new i didn't know <laughs> so many of us so many women don't know how their bodies work it's yes. such a shame it's such it's a shame cuz when you when you do know how your body works how your unique body cuz cuz i might be different than you knowing like every sign every maybe like signal your body's sending or whatever it might be. It's so empowering. It bugs the crap out of me when, when people are like marketing is like birth control is female empowerment. No, it's not, No, not, not the pill, not an IUD that is not <laughs> empowerment. That is, no. that is suppressing our empowerment and freedom because we don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Real empowerment is education Knowing how our bodies work, so many of us don't know. I didn't know this. I didn't know that. Like you can only get pregnant two days out of the month, and you have to be careful like six days uh, leading up to ovulation because sperm can live in the uterus for um, five
0: days. Yeah, for five. That was new to me too. I had not I didn't know that.
1: Didn't know. (laughs) Had no idea. Why don't we know this? It's a crime.
0: Um, But it definitely is more empowering. doing natural cycles and learning about your body versus suppressing a natural rhythm of your body. To me, that's not empowerment because then Mm -hmm. you're also changing who you are because you're changing your brain at the same time while doing that. And how is that empowerment? Yes,
1: Yes, exactly. So I'm, I'm just so grateful. It, it came out of me one way or another. (laughs) Uh, the the constant inflammation by design, like you you mentioned, the copper IUD creates an inflammatory environment in the uterus. So this inflammatory response is what makes the IUD effective at preventing pregnancy, as it is toxic to sperm and can prevent um, pregnancy. However, constant inflammation is problematic. Inflammation is often the body's acute response to injury or invaders, but when it becomes chronic, it can lead to various health issues. And I'm not saying like inflammation is bad. Inflammation actually can be good because acute it's telling inflammation. Yes. Yeah. Hey, Claudia, something's wrong. Yeah. Pay attention. We focus on this. Okay, yeah. great. Thank you body for telling me. Right. Yeah. <sighs> um, <laughs> but, but the chronic, it can lead to various health issues both localized and systemic in the context of the uterus, um, this might manifest as heavier or more painful periods, but the effects could potentially be felt throughout the entire body. So like brain fog, chronic inflammation is linked to cognitive issues such as memory problems and brain fog. Uh, the inflammatory environment in the uterus can cause the endometrial lining to shed more heavily. You okay. could get worse acne, which was like, a <laughs> uh, yeah. gift of the of, of, of a lifetime for me.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And obviously it can lead to copper toxicity. Yeah. Copper, yes, it's a necessary trace mineral for the body but too much of it can be problematic plus this isn't the type of copper you want to be getting you want to get copper yes. from things like nuts potatoes dark leafy greens etc so
0: yeah that's a big one cuz so many people ask yes. me well what's the difference between the copper then in the iud and the copper as a mineral in our food because we need <laughs> copper and I, and i and yeah just exactly like how you put it you were spot on is it's it's not the same really it's not the
1: same <laughs> It's not the same and it's in you 24 seven. That thing's not coming out for like 10 years, right? That's how long it's supposed to be in you unless you decide to get pregnant. Um, And it, you know, I've heard cases where it has impacted people's ability to get pregnant. Um, So, you know, while the copper levels released by the IUD are generally believed to be small, oh, so small. (laughs) People with impaired detoxification or literally just being a human being are susceptible to yeah. imbalance and toxicity and.
0: And uh, maybe if the copper was the only toxin you were exposed to, it might mm-hmm. be fine. But that's not realistic in the world no. we live in today. So.
1: No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well and you tell me tell me a little bit. Oh, wait, why did you get yours out? I'm so curious. Or yeah, so why did you get I'll, it in, in the first I'll, place? Yeah,
0: I'll talk a little bit. How, also, I wanted to ask you though, how long have you been using natural cycles?
1: Oh gosh. Um, maybe two to three years now. Okay, and I love it. Yeah. Love it, love so. it. Yes. Yeah. And I actually um so I started doing the basal thermometer, which is the most accurate mm-hmm. form. Um, I use my aura ring now, yeah. which is so helpful because I am quite lazy when it comes to measuring my temperature and my ring is constantly on my finger. You know, when I sleep, when I get up in the morning and it tracks it and I'm so glad that they partnered up because it makes a them a whole lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was stoked about that collab. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, you could do, you could do that or the basal thermometer. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I still, I have an aura ring, but I still do the basal thermometer. Again, that's my type A. I'm like, I just, I'm (laughs) going to log it. So I know I did it. So. You're more of a
1: Virgo than me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe maybe just in that way, but <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, it's smart because that is that is the most effective way of tracking. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So um, so yeah. So I'll I'll yeah, I'll share a little bit about my experience with the IUD. So Yeah. Um so I did have mine for 8 years. I got it in when I was 20. Um mm. And I, I got it cause I was going to be sexually active. I was in a relationship mm-hmm. and it was like, okay, I needed to be smart. Um, I had actually saw a random gynecologist near my university. Cause I was like, oh, I'm going to start birth control. Like, this is what you do. You go, yep. and, you know, so I felt <laughs> I was being so responsible going and getting the birth control. And Um, I remember I had spoke with my grandmother on the phone some days after that. And I confided in her a lot, especially if there wasn't something I didn't want to tell my mom, I'd tell my grandma because then she would be nicer about it, but still offer that (laughs) like motherly guidance. Um, And she was like, Taylor, you have factor five. You can't take oral hormones. Like you need to go see your normal gynecologist and talk to her about it. And I was like, Mm. oh. I didn't know that that was a thing. I knew I had factor 5, which is a hereditary blood clotting disorder. Um okay. my grandma has had it, my mom has it, I have it. Um and so you're more susceptible to getting a blood clot and mm. obviously birth control both hormonal birth control increases your risk for a blood clot. So I was high risk if I took it. Mm-hmm. And so thank God she told me cuz I would have taken it and I mean maybe I wouldn't have got one, maybe I would have who who would have like there's no way to know now, but thankfully right. I didn't. So I waited for summer to come around. I went home. I made an appointment with my gynecologist, and she's like, Yeah, you can do the copper. There's no hormones in it. And so, of course, I'm like, Great music to my ears. You can Mm -hmm. keep it in for 10 years. You know, don't have to take a daily pill. I'm like, This is great. So, um, oh, great. I get it put in. I didn't think it was that painful getting it put in. I believe it or not, really didn't even experience that much pain from having it. I remember I was. I went for a run the day that I got it put in later that day. Oh (laughs) my God. I don't know how.
1: (laughs) It's wild. My friends who've gotten it have had all very different reactions. Like one of my friends passed out and threw up I was yes (laughs) another another friend of mine was like oh like it's in no big deal yeah nothing at all so
0: very interesting and it does it seems like everyone has so different responses with it and so I was I was fine my periods were a little heavier for the first few months and then they kind of calmed down Mm -hmm. um and maybe four months after getting it in I had this weird little minor rash on like my legs a little bit um, and I had went to the doctor on campus and they were like, oh, maybe you have scabies. And I'm like, what? Scabies? Like, how the heck did I get that? So they're like, well, maybe it's not. So we're going to have your skin biopsied and it ended up wow. just being eczema. At the time, I didn't think much of it. It went away and I didn't deal with it again until... 2017. So seven years later, or not seven oh. years later, but, um, it was four years later, I got a rash again, but then I was also feeling sick. And that was about the time of my Lyme disease, which oh. I do think my body became so overburdened with the Lyme. Mm. and I had autoimmune and other issues going on. I ended up figuring out I had PCOS two years after getting the IUD. Mm. Um, and so I think the IUD contributed to the PCOS cause I didn't have it prior. Um, Definitely. That I know of, I didn't have any other crazy hormonal imbalances prior to the IUD either. Mm -hmm. Um, So then it was like, okay, well, the skin is happening because of my Lyme disease. My, the, I, the Paragard wasn't even on my radar for a while. And then my mom kind of kept questioning, do you think it's the IUD? Do you think it's the IUD? I'm like, I don't think so. I don't think so. I'd go in for my yearly pap smear. I'd ask my gynecologist. She didn't think so. Um, the naturopathic doctor I was working with for my Lyme, she didn't think so, which in retrospect I'm very disappointed because she of all people should have said, <sighs> um, you need to take that out, especially while you're dealing with Lyme, which metals make any autoimmune, any illness worse. Like I'm just like, how did she not tell me to take it out? I know that makes me so sad. You know, not all
1: when someone says, Oh, I tried the natural path, oh, I tried, you know, the holistic way it drives me nuts. Cause I'm like, what does that mean though? Yeah. Well, like, what did your naturopath say? What, like, what are we ignoring? What, like, why aren't we talking about or asking patients if they have breast implants or yes, devices yeah. stuck in their bodies? Like why, <laughs> why, why, why not?
0: <laughs> oh, totally. God. And so, because yeah. there are so many different approaches and and some practitioners think certain things are okay. And some yes. things not. So, um, so she didn't think so. So I kind of buried the thought, even though I think deep down, I was like, there's no way this is helping me right now. But I clung on to the fact that it was my only option for contraception and I wanted that protection. I didn't want to get pregnant. So it was like, I have to have this. Yes. Um, I didn't want to take the chance and not be protected. So then I saw a different gynecologist one year for a pap smear because my normal one was like out of town or something. So I just was like, fine, I'll see someone else this year. I asked her, I wanted her opinion. She didn't think it was that either. And so I'm like, okay. And I'm showing her my skin at the time. And then I went in for a primary to see my primary and I hadn't seen him in years because I was going to my naturopath for all the Lyme stuff that I put, Mm -hmm. like, I didn't need to see my primary. I was going to the doctor all the time for that. Um, but then it was like, all right, I hadn't had labs done in three years. Cause once mm. my Lyme got better, I was like, I don't want to go to the doctor anymore. Like I'm just done. Yeah. Even though I kind of stopped going to the doctor anyways. Cause I, cause even my naturopath was the one who put me on antibiotics and antifungal medication.
1: And oh I, my gosh. Wild. Oh no, 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 no.
0: Wow. So uh. I ended up saying, no, I'm stopping everything. And so I just kind of cut off the medication, cut off going to doctor's appointments, cut off getting labs done. I was like, I'm just going to figure this out on my own.
1: Mm -hmm. Um,
0: So then it was like, all right, I should go and just have some general labs done just to make sure all is good. And so I um, talked to my primary and his, his name is Dr. Jeff Barkey. And he, um, He's on Instagram and his handle is RX for Liberty, and he's great. Um, he's done some awesome interviews. Um, he's worth checking out. So, I was explaining what had been going on the last few years, but that I'm feeling great. The only thing is, I still have this rash on my skin. But my Lyme disease, all my other Lyme symptoms are gone, other than this rash, and mm-hmm. I don't really know. My rash did go away for six months at one point. So then that, that was also why I was like, well, it can't be the IUD because my skin got better for six months. It It would
1: always be there.
0: right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so I said, but I, you know, I have the IUD I've had it in for eight years. Do you think maybe I should change it? Like, am I at the end that I should get a fresh one put in? Right. and he was like you do all of these amazing things for your health all of these amazing natural things and you're telling me you still have a copper iud in you he's like wow. no get it out take it out i could take it out yeah. right now what? oh my god <laughs> i was like oh my gosh i was like okay well i'll schedule an appointment with my gynecologist but i was Bye. like, was like <laughs> okay i needed to hear that from like someone who was above yeah. me um but then i was also so hesitant but then i did end up getting it taken out um And things got worse actually, after I got it taken out, I had experienced sharp pains after having it removed for like the first month or two. Um, and then my skin did get worse for a while, but also um, like you're pulling out that copper and then it's like Mm -hmm. your body has to now get, you know, all of that, that was leached in there out. Yeah. It Um, starts
1: regulating and realizing, oh, this thing is no longer in me (laughs) and goes through a little shock.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I definitely for a few months was like, it's not making anything better. I should just get it
1: back. <laughs> back again. Oh, and so many people do because they're like, I was better off with it.
0: Exactly. Yeah. But then things started to clear up, and within a few months after that, my skin was totally gone or clear, and it was like, mm. wow, that was the last piece of like the puzzle that I. Probably- Were you
1: having uh, like? Acne breaks, breakouts, or eczema, or like a mix of the two.
0: So basically, it was a, a form of eczema. Um, oh, okay. It looked like ringworm, but it was technically eczema. But it just looked mm. awful. And I mean, I had that for like four years. Um, all of my arms and legs and like rib cage. Um, oh,
1: you know, yeah, I'm remembering you posted a video on your Instagram page. Um, I saw of your leg that was pretty, yeah. pretty, uh, severe.
0: Yeah. yeah. So like when you were talking about how you'd want to just cover up, that was how I felt. It was mm. just like, you know, this, I mean, it almost even looked like it could have been contagious or something. It was so oh. gross looking. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, oh. And so it, it, it did, it was frustrating. Cause it was like, okay, I, I cleared up all these other health problems. What is wrong yeah. with my skin? And, and mm. it was the darn, the darn Paragard. <laughs> mm.
1: mm. Oh, it just, yeah. It's, it's so sad because it really does come down to education and our, you know, the, the, the experts we go to for advice and um, their expertly opinion. <laughs> and when they're telling us, no, you know, yeah. you're like, it's fine. It's fine. Oh, you're having heavier periods. Well, you know, you could always switch to the pill. It's like, yeah. that's not helpful. That is not helpful at all. And I have not heard many um, people with those credentials mention natural cycles or, you know, a legit, legitimate form of, of cycle tracking. So it's no wonder we don't, we don't know because no one tells
0: us. Exactly. And I, um, found natural cycles through an ad on Instagram, like they had an Mm. ad and I was like, okay, let me look into this. And, um, so I decided to start it and I had gotten my ID removed a few months later, I had to go in for my, my pap. And so my gynecologist wanted to know how things had been. And so I said, oh, I started using natural cycles and I'm, I'm actually feeling pretty good about it. Um, and so she was like, oh, what is that? Like, what do you do for that? And so I'm explaining. She didn't know. She didn't know. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh, you, you know, you take, you have a basal thermometer, you're taking your temperature. And she was like, huh, okay, well just, just be careful.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> this little hippie girl. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh,
0: but like you too, I was a little hesitant at first, but I haven't had yeah. any scares. There have been times where it's like, oh my gosh, like do i need to take a pregnancy test but i'm like i i don't need to no but my anxiety is just like oh freezing. i
1: took one i took one <laughs> in the very beginning stages i yes. was so nervous so dang nervous um and i definitely like i think i had like i was a day late on my period
0: <laughs> i was like i'm pregnant <laughs> okay i was the same i was only one day late and i was <laughs> freaking out <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. But even um, I want to say I because I also I interviewed Alina Berglund, the founder of Natural Cycles. She is it's a it's a great episode. I asked her, like, can women who have irregular periods take or uh, use natural cycles? Because, you know, it if you don't know when your period's coming, how you know, how do you know you're going to be safe? and uh, she's like oh absolutely it's it's um it is safe and effective because you're doing the basal thermometer and you could take lh uh test yeah. strips which you know you you can urinate on and um it tells you if if there's a possibility of of ovulation so there's so many like little things you can do to make sure you're absolutely safe um,
0: cause yeah, that makes sense. If your periods are irregular, you're still going to have that spike around ovulation regardless and yes. your period, like how long they are, you know, when they're coming. So, yeah,
1: I also didn't know that regardless of having a regular period, uh, some women don't ovulate and don't know that they don't ovulate. So there are a lot of things that I learned with natural cycles and learning, you know, talking to the founder and learning more about uh, just for my own peace of mind. Yeah, absolutely.
0: (laughs) Uh, that's great. It was
1: like, wow, I didn't know some women, you know, even if they do have a period, some women don't ovulate and they um, need to, you know, get to the root cause of what's going on there. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: It's (laughs) I know it's, it's very cool. And there's, I love that you can use it again, if your periods are irregular and again, to mm-hmm. bring to your attention that you're not ovulating. Cause, um, I talked about in my like first part of the birth control and like the previous episode, how it's not good if we're not ovulating. And so birth controls, mm-hmm. hormonal birth control stops ovulation, but it's also not good if you're not taking hormones and you're not ovulating. Like you do need to figure out why you're not yes. ovulating.
1: Yes. Absolutely, now, I have to listen to your episode. You just released it on hormonal birth control. Okay. Yes. I'm excited. Yeah.
0: What? So what? I mean, because you know a lot about hormonal birth control. What was like the most surprising thing that you learned that it impacts?
1: <sighs> most surprising, <laughs> the whole thing. Or shocking, is... yeah. <laughs> um. Well, honestly, I think it comes for me, it's, it's the, it's the messaging around it that, that frustrates me the most. It's, it really isn't like the thing itself. It's the promotion of it. And it's the belief that, oh, I don't want, like, if I don't want to have a period, cause having a period sucks, yeah. I can get rid of it. Thanks <laughs> government. Thank yeah. you for, for helping women. Yeah. Oh, like, or, um, you know, I'm having these symptoms. I'm in so much pain. I'm fatigued every day. I'm depressed. I have skin conditions. I can, you know, I have a solution in a pill or I have a solution in an IUD, a shot, a whatever foreign device.
0: Yeah. You don't have to change uh, anything about your life. You just can take no. like magic solution and it makes it go away.
1: Yes. And, you know, fertility. Or you know the ability to get pregnant these days is going down yeah. so much. I mean, men's testosterone is already, oh my gosh, yeah, um, <laughs> disappearing. <laughs> yeah, uh, sperm count's going to be gone in a few decades, according. Um, I yeah. can't even think about it. But but women women are having such a hard time. I mean, yeah. most people I know who are trying to get pregnant right now are are going through you know, processes with their doctors to figure out how to get pregnant. They're, Um, they're not, they're not doing it the the good old fashioned way because they simply can't, their bodies are too inflamed, too out of balance, too, um, too accumulated with, with, with junk that has been sprayed in the air, put in our water. It's, it's maddening, but it I go on a tangent going back to, to the, to the, to birth control. It's like, uh, it's the same thing with, I'll bring it back to acne. Cause that's uh, near and dear to my heart. Yeah. It's like Accutane. They tell you, you need to do like nine months of taking this pill. You don't have to do anything else. You don't have to change your lifestyle. You just have to use a lot of Vaseline on your skin because it's painful, <laughs> yeah. but take this and, um, your acne will eventually go away. Okay. That's nine months. That's a long time. Right. Whereas I know it's more work, but you could in those nine months change your lifestyle yep. and get rid of your acne for good without all the symptoms that come along with it, both short-term and long-term. Exactly. You know, people, there's so many people who take birth control. Oh, I've said this before you are not on birth control without symptoms. You, you just aren't. Yeah. And people will love to say, Oh, I'm on birth control. I feel great. I have, you know, I'm, I'm blessed. I have no <laughs> symptoms. Uh, I'm, I'm doing fine. It works for me. No, it doesn't work for you. Yeah. No, it doesn't like it took away your symptoms. Again, it did not take them away. The minute you come off of it, your symptoms are going to come back, maybe even worse. And if you don't come off of birth control, eventually, maybe not right now, maybe you feel great right now because it's being pushed to the side, but eventually you will see the detriments of of what this thing has, has done to your body day after day after year after year.
0: And it is masking your symptoms. And while it's doing that, your health is like quietly deteriorating and you're completely unaware. Yes, and you don't know. Don't know. And then you may end up with a much bigger health problem on your hands down the road that you could have prevented if you only had the signs that your body would have given you without instead of just tamping them down.
1: Absolutely. And like, I know hormones can be a complicated subject. It can be very confusing, but they're crucial. I mean, they are. we might be doing great right now. You're in your teens, twenties, thirties, but are you willing to be chronically ill later in life before, you know, are, are you willing to trade that for feeling great right now? Exactly. And they are
0: crucial from like the moment we, the moment of conception, we have XX or XY chromosomes and that is the code that our body starts to be created from that moment. And mm-hmm. it's very delicate, our hormones and yes. adding a synthetic hormone does not help the natural process that your body's trying to carry out with every single cell in your body.
1: Yeah. 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 So your, your question about what I, what I hate most about <laughs> Well, it's, so you're t- it's the it's the uh it's the dialogue about yeah. it. Um, of course, there are so many demonic things right. about birth control itself, yeah. but uh what bothers me the most is the dialogue and the marketing um and the brainwashing behind it all
0: and Did lack you of education. See the BBC video that they like took a bunch of clips of women on from TikTok who were talking about their side effects that they've experienced from birth control and now that they're off it, and they like compiled it. And then they had like an expert talking over it, saying how like, you know, this is misinformation. Birth control does not do this. And I was like, oh my gosh, like you're basically, and I hate this term because it's so overused, but you're gaslighting these women who are mm-hmm. explaining their very real side effects that they experience or are mm-hmm. experiencing and saying that it's not from the birth control. So I was like, that's a little disheartening.
1: No, I haven't seen that, but that's. Already boiling my blood, and I can just hear them say, "Well,
0: try a different form of birth control if this one doesn't work for you." <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing I was going to ask because in my previous episode I talk a lot about how hormonal birth control stops ovulation, and obviously you were only on hormonal birth control for such a short time, um, so yeah. you you know you probably don't really you know have too much you know to be able to notice when you weren't ovulating compared to no. when you are. But you do use natural cycles, so you know when you ovulate. Do you Mm -hmm. notice a change in your mood and um, behavior around that time? Um, (laughs) Because so much stuff happens that, you know, is just the biological process of being a woman that it's like things like we do feel good the best around ovulation. Oh,
1: yeah, because we're prepped to have a baby. (laughs) We want to feel good. We want to feel sexy. (laughs) Yeah, I feel great around that time. Uh especially now after I have worked on my hormones and um cleared my body of, of accumulated accumulated waste and junk. Um I yeah, I feel great. I feel like I have a little more glow. I feel like I have more energy. Um, you know, I feel more on the prowl with my boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I feel yeah, I feel really good and. Of course, it is absolutely natural to feel a little uh, more tired right before your your period comes on. Right. Yeah. It's a biological response. You know, we're not men; we're not equal. Yeah. Yes, like there are so many. Oh, <laughs> <Yep. laughs> uh, <woo. No. laughs> whoa there! Um, yeah, <laughs> no,
0: but you're totally right. Yeah,
1: <laughs> we, yeah, we're not equal. We shouldn't expect ourselves to work at the same pace and level as men because they have daily hormonal fluctuations whereas we have monthly hormonal fluctuations it's absolutely normal it's a biological response to need a little more rest and downtime um right before our period um yeah, and I'm talking about equality in like a biological sense. <laughs> just yes, to be I mean, clear. We're not
0: designed the same though. So I mean, it's yeah. Know, I, I totally get where you were going with it because we're just we're just different. Like at, at the end of my um, other episode, I talked about how we are complements of each other, men and women. Mm. And like we're designed to be this yin and yang, essentially. Yes. And yes. That's okay. Like we're just biologically designed differently.
1: Yes, I'm and we need to honor that.
0: Yes, but we're just not the same.
1: No, it doesn't make us less than, it doesn't make them more than or better than. Absolutely not. We, I love what you said. We are compliments to each other and we need to honor that instead of trying to push it away, take away our period, take away our ovulation. Like, what are we doing? (laughs) We we need to honor that. And I love, I'm seeing like more workplaces be more understanding of women who may need like a day or two to work a little more like. At their pace, so to say. Okay. Um, so I'm seeing that a little bit more. I'm not sure about like middle America, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope so. I hope to see that. Um, but yeah, we need to, and I I see that as female empowerment is is honoring our rhythm, honoring how our bodies actually work, knowing how they work. Supporting ourselves during the times that we need a little more rest um, and celebrating, you know, the phase where we are feeling our best and we should feel our best there. You know, there are some people, by the way, like if you're feeling so fatigued, so in pain. Yeah. Yeah like that's not normal. That's not normal. (laughs) That is not normal.
0: No. (laughs) Like I always tell my clients, you're going to feel a little something prior to your period because something is happening. It's not like nothing's happening.
1: Yeah. No, you're, we're literally, no, (laughs) no, not normal whatsoever, but don't go take the pill now. Like that's not your solution. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. We, education we need education
0: yeah and again with women like not being on birth control I asked you about the ovulation part because a lot of women are on birth control and they don't ovulate they don't Mm. get that monthly kind of high because that's kind of what it Um, is and it's you know I I at least want to point out to maybe women who have been on birth control for a very long time who don't who haven't ovulated that it's it's very pleasant being off birth control Mm -hmm. um and um I I explained in my other episode too, that a lot of women on birth control, their reward centers of their brains are blunted. So they don't have Mm. the same like positive, happy response to a lot of things in their life, which is also why so many women on birth control have depression. Um, that's that's why I asked about the ovulation though, because it's a great, again, the the whole Mm. monthly cycle is nice. You have the highs, you have the lows, but, um, it's again, the highs are higher
1: and the lows are not
0: they as they're not, low. They're not as low. Yeah. Yes.
1: No, that's such a good point. And I'm thinking about my friends who have come off of the, the, of hormonal birth control. And, you know, I, most of them have been on it for six to 10 plus years. Um, and once their body starts regulating, and again, you know, it could take some time yeah. if you're on it for like a decade, you, you, have to be patient with your body (laughs) because it needs time to regulate. But once you get there, um, so many of my friends have said, Claudia, I can finally feel again, like genuinely feel good emotions. I have a friend who said, when I laugh at a joke or laugh at something funny, like I am actually laughing now instead of like kind of Yep. Putting on a laugh. And all that like almost made me cry to yeah. think she was um forcing herself to to be happier, to laugh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's so freeing and and so great to be without uh a clutch, a crutch, a crutch. A That's the word yeah. a, a crutch, <laughs> a a uh it's not a support, as many yeah. people say, it is like a prison. You're ruining yourself in yeah, a prison.
0: Absolutely. And I think you were spot on when you said it is empowerment to embrace and honor our body's natural process. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think that's yes, a great place to end it. I'm so happy you came on and shared your experience and your story. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. This was so
1: fun. Um, you are a bright light and I'm just happy to know you.
0: I really appreciate it. Well, and I love all that you do. And you guys really should. If you don't follow her already, you should follow Claudia. um, At Healing the Source is her handle. And again, check out her teas and other amazing products that she has. Thanks, girl. I appreciate you. I hope you found our conversation helpful and gave you a different perspective on the Paragard IUD. I know a lot of times because it is hormone-free, we think it is a better option. But I hope between this episode and the previous episode I did about hormonal birth control gave you enough knowledge and information to where you're able to make an informed decision on what feels like the best choice for you, whether it's hormonal birth control, the IUD, or even natural cycles. And as always, thanks for listening.